you direct response people know what kind of advertising works and what doesn't work. You know to a dollar. The general advertising people don't know. Welcome to the Advertising Podcast. A presentation of the Brandon Fredericks Agency. Alright. I think I'm live. So hopefully I did all that correct. It's my first uh, my first go with me at the helm here. So anyway, thank you for joining. Uh, this is the first episode in what I plan to make a sort of daily help, um, a, a sort of daily help for you and your business. Um, I am uh, I'm Skip. I'm the president of the Brandon Fredericks Agency. Uh, what you're experiencing right now is something called intent-based branding, and that is actually our topic for today as well and so um we're gonna just sort of get it so we're gonna get get right into it you know as you may or may not know the brandon fredericks agency is a direct marketing agency and if you don't know what that means uh, direct marketing is essentially it's the type of marketing that is designed to generate like a specific attributable result so you know whether it's usually it's a specific dollar amount but it doesn't always have to be a specific dollar amount or a specific return on ad spend sometimes it can be a specific um, number of leads etc cetera, etc cetera. so that's really what direct marketing is at its core is designed to attribute to you know it's marketing not made for um, some far off return far away it's you know essentially a I put this many dollars in I got this many dollars out that type of thing um, I'm using multiple screens here, so if you see me looking around, <laughs> that's what it is. I'm either making eye contact with you or I'm making eye contact with someone else. So anyway, um, uh, so one of the knocks that people have on direct marketing uh, agencies is uh, that there's this myth that direct marketers don't like branding, but that's actually not true at all. Um, you know, I think the the that comes from this sort of uh, this myth or this idea comes uh, from something that I can sort of illustrate early on in my career. Where I started when I was 16 years old, um, and uh, it was Henderson Advertising was the name of the agency. I was a freelancer, a stringer. Anyway, I'll never forget. You know, there was this client that I was working on, and I had this really. Uh, we put together this really well done um, radio commercial, and the creative ended up actually winning. Um, an SCBA, uh, South Carolina Broadcasters Association Award. Anyway, um, but the client canceled their campaign, and that was troubling to me because I was like, "Wait, if this is an award-winning campaign." I was that that agency in particular had a very hard like creative was over here, account services over here, so I never actually got to talk to the client directly, which I wouldn't have known what to say at 16 years old. Anyway, um, but one of the things, but you know. Th- when they canceled because they weren't getting results, I was surprised because I'm like, here, I've just written this commercial that for years after that, people would congratulate me for the award. Not, I mean, it's not because that commercial was so great. Awards are kind of nonsense, but I didn't know that back then. And um, very short and sweet, you know, my dad actually was the one that said, um, well, they probably canceled because they weren't making any sales. And that's when it sort of dawned on me that there is this real disconnect between that award-winning creative out there um, that is really designed to, you know, make something really memorable or something like that, and something that's more designed 
to keep a business in business tomorrow or help them make payroll next week or those types of things. And so that was when I first really sort of became aware of this dichotomy. And so because direct marketing focuses more on specific dollar amounts and specific returns on investment, uh, that's where that sort of idea that direct marketers don't care about branding comes from. But that actually, nothing can be further from the truth. It's just rather than focusing on more beautiful things, you're focused more on branding that is kind of designed to generate profitability. And so you do social media a little bit differently than most. Um, you do everything a little bit differently than most. Um, what we advocate for is something uh, known as intent-based branding. It's popularized by Frank Kern, uh, who, uh, but it really goes all the way back to the early 1900s. The whole idea behind intent-based branding is really to brand in such a way as it moves a prospective closer, a prospective customer closer to the point of sale. So you're not just branding for branding's sake. You're branding because you're wanting to bring someone closer to a purchase. And we'll talk more about what um, in, in coming episodes. I'm going to try to keep each one of these um, to certainly no more than 15 minutes, but <coughs> some of them may not even go that long. But um, the goal is to to move someone further along. And so you're doing it to try to, to do what's called pre-framing, which we'll get into. Um, but that's that's essentially the idea. You're not just branding for branding's sake. Um, so take our social media, for example. Um, the, very video, the very video you're watching right now, um, which I'm assuming is going to have essentially zero views, and we'll talk about <laughs> we'll talk about that. Um, we'll talk about that in just a second. Um, but it will. Um, you're, what we're doing right now is for 60, 90 days away, which is which is one of the reasons that um, that we do social in the order that we do it. Um, but anyway, the social media, this video that you're watching right now um, is is a perfect example of that, um, where you're actually trying to help someone first. And so, to start off with intent-based branding, what you actually do is you ask yourself really three questions. The first question is, who do you want to reach? Like you, you or your business, who are you trying to reach? And then two, what do you help them do? Because business at its core is really designed to be help, right? You should be helping someone do something and they should be, and that's what they're paying you for. And so, you know, if it's, if you're going to the movie theater, that movie theater is giving you, um, you know, a couple of hours of entertainment or maybe education and in exchange you're giving them dollars. You know, they're helping you. Um, if you are buying furniture for your house or whatever, um, then that furniture store is helping you buy the furniture that's right for your family and your needs, etc. So what is it that you help someone do? You know, um, for us, very simply, uh, the who do we want to reach? We, re we, we grow businesses through advertising. So um, we help businesses grow through advertising. That's the core of everything we do. And so the who do we want to reach? Business owners and marketing decision makers. What do we want to help them do? We want to help them grow through advertising. And so that's how we answer those questions. 
And once you get those two questions asked, answered, um, it really gets pretty simple. And you may be thinking, well, that's simple enough anyway. And you're exactly right. The social media thing, it's not complicated stuff. Um, there's this sort of joke that marketing's for C students. That's because it's not really a joke. Um, <laughs> but, you know, what is the one thing that I want to prove to people? Um, that's really that next sort of question. You know, what is the one thing that you want to prove to the people that you're trying to help? Um, I want to prove uh, that my... You know, nice, uh, nice text there. Sorry, um, I should have silenced that before this thing, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but what is it that you know you want to prove to some, the people that you can help? In our case, you know, I want to prove that my agency can help make your business more profitable by using better and more efficient marketing and advertising campaigns, and that's the prove, right? And so that next question becomes: How do I prove that to you? And really, the answer to that question is the same for everyone. You know, the the simple answer is that I do it for you, I help you, and that's you know what this is that you're watching right now. This is designed to help you. Um, I'm putting together an outline specifically an IBB or um, intent-based branding campaign in real time with you. Again, we'll talk about our own social media in just a second. Um, and the reason why it stinks right now, and that's actually a good thing. But uh, to put it simply, and and to quote Frank Kern again, um, you know, I want to prove that I can help you by actually helping you. That's the idea. Um, so I'm going to teach you how to engage in intent-based branding um, and how to use it to grow your business. And again, you know, even more excitingly, I'm going to do this with you in real time using our agency as the case study. You know, I came to this agency um, in February, um, and my first priority, believe it or not, for an ad agency was not social media. Um, I'm just knocked at the door too, so hopefully it's not the same person that texted me. Let me just make sure. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> Good. Um, someone contacts you two or three times. You want to stop what you're doing and figure out what's up. But, um, but no, I came to the, the agency in February. My first priority was not social media. Um, you know, we were growing. Um, really well through both keeping our our clients. We have um, less than a nine percent attrition rate, which is huge, um, and we were also had a great referral business and referral funnel, and we're doing a great job of getting clients through our own advertising. And so, um, you know, we really didn't need the sort of outreach, which is what social media essentially is. is It's an outreach tool. It's a way to broaden your your horizons to create a community. Um, we didn't need that as much as we needed processes. You know, we had the proper people in place. We just needed to to get the proper processes. And now we're now we're at a stage. You know, now it's July, middle of July. It's July sixteenth. <clears throat> and now you know we've got the people, the processes, and the products in place. And now we're really ready to take things up exponentially and so now we're beginning to actually take our own social channels seriously um, which you there's no point in doing unless you're at a point in your business that you can actually take more business in other words if you're if you're in the startup phase and you don't even know what your business is yet then you know continue to do a lean based business model um, 
you know, continue to try different things and, and, and work it out. If you're still in that startup phase and you're still hammering out your processes, get all that stuff correct before you do any sort of thing that takes a massive investment. And while intent-based branding, in some ways, you might think of it as free because a lot of it doesn't cost. You know, you will boost some videos here and there and things like that, but it's not something that has a hard dollar cost to it. But it does have it to take a tremendous amount of time to do properly. And so because of that, you know, there's a lot of um, what Mark Cuban calls wantrepreneurs, right? People who um, want to be an entrepreneur. And I find, I've found that social media can really be a sort of um, time suck for someone early in their career that that's not what they need to be focused on. What they need to be focused on is sales, generating sales and processes and doing it through sort of a bootstrappy way. And then once you get all of that figured out, then take it to social media to take to 10 exit, right? Or 100 exit. Um, and so anyway, hopefully you'll think this is exciting. You're going to get to see intent-based branding work in real time. You know, again, this video has, um, I don't think any viewers right now, <laughs> and likely will not, that probably um, will barely change over the next few days um, until eventually we'll pay to boost it. But um, that's kind of the point. The point is, is that you're going to get to watch us grow our own social channels in real time. And I want to be very specific about what we're doing and why we're doing what, and while, why we're doing what we're doing so that if you need help in your business, you can follow right along um, because it is something that we've done for countless clients. It's not like it's an unproven process. It's just something that we haven't used ourselves because we haven't wanted to. And again, um, I'm all of five months in and right now we're doing it. So um, to recap, here's what we've done so far and what we've talked about. You know, your three questions that you need to ask um, as you begin your intent-based branding. Who do you help? What do you help them do? And then how can you help them for free? What sort of insights and information can you give them? You know, if you're a roofer, for example, you know, who do you help? Well, you help homeowners. What do you help them do? You help them keep a roof over their head, literally, right? You help keep them out of the rain. Um, how can you help them for free? Well, if you're a roofer, you're probably a pretty handy person. And so maybe you can give tips on, you know, how to keep your gutters clear. Um, maybe tips on how to protect your soffits. Maybe tips on how to see if you have hail damage or not. You know, all this type of information is something that you can provide for free. And then once you've got that solidified, then all you do is build out that content on a calendar. Don't overdo it. There's some expensive content calendar creation tools. Just open an Excel document or a Google Sheets document and type it out. There's no reason to spend a bunch of money on that, um, in my opinion. Um, just and then just write out, you know, soffits is week one or whatever. You know, just going off the off the roofing example. Um, so you know, what do you help people do? What do you who do you help? What do you help them do? And how can you help them for free? Map that out on a content calendar. Um, and then next week, where because um, I'm doing this on a Friday on the on the Facebook Live, and it's not going to go anywhere else, I don't think, until Monday. So I should say either tomorrow or next week, depending on where you're watching this and how. Uh, we're going to get into specifically sort of the pillar hub model. And so once you've got the content figured out, then literally logistically, how and where do you place what? 
when do you boost things, all the rest of that. And so with that, we're at the 15-minute mark, a uh, little bit over. So I'm going to end this. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want more information or if you want us to help you out um, with generating more customers, uh, just go to brandonfredericks.com. That's Brandon, B-R-A-N-D-O-N, Fredericks, F-R-E-D-R-I-C-K-S.com. And you can request a free consultation and talk to us there. If you like this content, then please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share it with someone who you think it may help. And if you would like more free tools, help, and information on the Brandon Fredericks Agency, just go to theadvertisingpodcast.com. That's T-H-E, advertisingpodcast.com. Thanks so much.